Hi, it's Sarah on Salt Not Sugar. All right, it's super exciting, 2023, all these new beginnings, and my exciting news is starting this podcast. I have been really exploring podcasts recently, listening a little bit more to books and just these audio podcasts that have been going on, and I just really haven't found a niche that I work with very well, you know, being able to talk to people and comfortable, and I just feel like life is so hard, being a woman, being a mom, everything piles on, we wear all these different hats, so I really wanted to make a platform for all types of women, all types of moms, pretty much anybody and everybody to come listen to talk, pretty much like we're having an everyday conversation. So, you know, more minds, are better than one, right? <laughs> so obviously me and my best friend, we talk a lot. We get on the phone, chat for hours when we're at each other's house. Even if we have the sk- the kids in the background literally screaming their heads off, we will just focus on our conversation and pretty much act like we ignore them. And so a couple of years ago, I was sitting there and I'm like, you know what, this would be great to have on a podcast. These type of relatable, real conversations that we're having that so many people are afraid to talk about now. I mean, you have you have social media, Instagram, Facebook, all this other stuff. I was actually listening to a radio, the radio the other day, and I heard them talk about Instagram addiction being a real thing. Instagram addiction being a real thing. So I probably have it because I, I'm on Instagram a lot, but pretty much Facebook. I'm on f- Facebook a lot, so Facebook addiction is a real thing. But right, yeah, we see all these perfect lies. We see everybody. I mean, who wants to share all the bad stuff? I mean, if you go on my Facebook, all you're going to see is how well I'm doing in work, all the happy moments with my family, smiles, fun things we're doing. I'm not going to really share any bad stuff. I mean, you know, I want pity. Yeah, I don't have, I have a weird sense of humor, so I hope you understand that through the podcast, but you'll, you'll get to know me and I'll get to know you guys, but really what I hit it on is, so a couple years ago, me and my best friend, we're sitting here talking and I'm just sitting here brainstorming about how these would be great on a podcast to actually talk to other people, to have other people be included on this conversation, but so it's hard. It's hard to sit down with somebody. Maybe you don't know them. Maybe you're not that close to them you know, and, and have these real conversations. We really want to keep it surface level. And I think that's what social media is. It's very surface level. We want to keep our lives looking great, just like a filter. I mean, who takes a picture anymore without a filter? Who takes a video anymore without a filter? I, I go on TikTok and every time I see a video of somebody, they always have a, a filter on. I, I sometimes think it's real makeup. It's not. That makes me feel a little better. Just a little. But yeah, so a couple years ago, we've talked about doing a podcast and and I talked to my best friend and we thought this was such a cool idea. So we started brainstorming. What's the name of it going to be? You know, what's our thumbnail going to look like? How do you even start a podcast? And we went ahead and got everything situated, what the name was going to be, what it was going to mean to us. And life got in the way, of course, you know, family, kids, work, everything got in the way. So... 2020 went through we were all dealing with covid and the situations that were going on 2021 hit 2022 hit and here we are with 2023 and it's safe to say that i named this episode fresh start because it's going to be a fresh start for me this year a clean slate everything that i've wanted to do and i'm going to do one of them being this podcast now i'm a little late to the party because i really wanted this to be out 
at least the end of December, beginning of January. Um, I had a baby. So I feel like that's a pretty good excuse. Maybe not. I still probably could have done a little better about it. But you know what? I'm here. I'm showing up. And I'm doing it. And one of the most exciting things is right now I'm doing the podcast by myself for a few episodes. But my best friend, her name is Jenna. She's going to be hopping on here. And kind of how we're going to play with these podcasts is I will have some where it's just me she'll have some where it's just her talking and then we're gonna have really special ones where we're both together having a full-on conversation because that's really what we wanted this podcast to be was best friends talking and just opening up and that's one of the amazing things about being best friends is the conversation just carries on there is no way that the conversation is going to stop there's no way that you can't you know you get in an awkward space i could sit there all day and talk about a cat and a duck and Jenna would just listen to me and she would add on about this cat and this duck right (laughs) so now that you guys have seen the inside of my brain and how random and weird it is we're gonna keep going and we're gonna talk a little bit more about this journey but I'm really excited Jenna's gonna be hopping on down the road to be a part of this you guys will get to know her a little bit more so today's episode is called fresh start it is 2023 so obviously it makes sense that I had to name this fresh start But just a lot of new beginnings for me. I found out I was pregnant in 2022, pretty much, I think it was like February, March. My husband just got into law enforcement. He just got out of the academy. So he was fresh onto the streets. And it was was a lot of figuring out for me and analyzing and realizing what we were going to do. Having a second kid now after also adapting to kind of a whole new structure of how our life works. My husband worked nine to five. He was a mechanic for seven, eight years. Now he's working all these hours and I don't know, you know, midnights one week, evenings the next. So it was hard to adapt to that. And now finding out that I was pregnant, I only have one kid. And you got to realize when you have one kid, being a new mom, it, it's it's crazy. It's like this whole new world. You're awakening. All these mom senses are coming out and you have this instinct, but you're also trying to like, I don't know, it blows your mind because you had so much time before and now you have no time. Well, let me, let me throw this in the mix. When you have a second kid... Oh my gosh, you, you don't have time at all. There's no time to breathe. If you want to take a shower, it has to be scheduled in there. I, I, you know, and I thought that way with my first son, but as the years went on, he is six. <laughs> it has been six years since I've had a baby. He is almost seven this year. He has just, you know, he's very independent. He does his own thing. He can go get dressed. He can wipe his own butt magic it's it's magic I don't I can run in the shower and I know I'm okay (laughs) to leave him alone for five minutes or or, you know whatever now that I have a baby oh my mind is blown it's like I have to relearn everything because I feel like I'm so ancient with all this dust in my mind in the baby section I have to wipe the book off and read babies for dummies so I'm pretty much an all-new mom again a brand new one straight off the rack but I'm, I'm now a mama too, so I don't, I really don't know how that relates, but you thought one was a lot. Wait till you get to two, and I'll let Jenna talk more about her family, but we're very similar. We marry each other, apparently. My kids have a little more age gap. Hers are a lot closer, but we both have a boy. We both have a girl now. Both of our um, husbands are recently more into law enforcement, and we're both in real estate, and we love what we do but exactly it's a brand new market for me in work life I'm a brand new mom I'm a a brand new mom of being a mom of two 
we are looking for a house this year so that's going to be all new things i love looking for houses though we've moved probably like four times now so i'm actually enjoying that but i just have all these hopes and dreams and i am one of these people i love a new new year new year new me new resolutions I will declutter my whole closet, get rid of all my new, my old wardrobe and get a whole new one. I'm going for edgy this year, just to let you know if you're seeing me wear all black. I will get rid of everything in my house, all the home decorations, all my Christmas stuff, because I want a fresh start when it comes to it. Now, when Christmas comes this year and I have nothing, I will be kicking myself in the butt, but right now that's not how I see it. I see it as a brand new slate. So I make a vision board with family goals hobbies work goals things that i want to get done this year and i put it on my desktop screen so that way every time i see it i remind myself this is what i want and i know i have to work for it so i get an automated text every monday and the one that i got today said success is not owned it's rented and it's it's just true some days you're going to feel like you're on top of the world other days you're going to feel like you were kissing all the rocks and it's horrible. It's like that in my work. It's like that in my family life. It's like that in my me life. Sometimes I feel like a great mom and then I and then the next day I have such heavy mom guilt. One day I feel beautiful and the next day I'm beating myself up because I didn't go to the gym and work out long enough. So that is why we need to focus on a fresh start. And one of the things that I want to focus on this year with you throughout this podcast is revisioning yourself. Sarah, what does that mean? It is literally self-reflection. Maybe you need to work on some stuff on the inner heart. Maybe there's stuff on the outer body that you want to look at. One of mine is I just had a baby, so I'm about to hit my six weeks. I really want to work on getting in physical shape again, making sure I'm healthy, but really focusing on my body. I feel beautiful. I really do. The first time I had my kid, I felt horrible postpartum. And we can have a whole nother discussion about this on another episode. But this round, I, I have felt really good and just gave myself so much love and forgiveness and grace with my body because I just made a baby and it's amazing. And no matter what I look like right now, I am amazing and I am beautiful, but I really want to f- focus on making myself strong again, my body strong, getting myself into that healthy spot. I really want to focus on my inner self, giving myself self-love and more grace this year. That That's the biggest kicker, more grace. I am so hard on myself. I'm the biggest critic. When it comes to work, mom guilt, just every hat that I have to wear, I put so much pressure on myself to be perfect and to be superwoman. And in today's world, women can do anything in all things. That's how we have to think is women can do everything, but that doesn't mean they should do everything. <laughs> And I think that's where we've gotten our wires crossed is we sit here and we know we can do anything we put our minds to. We are amazing. We are strong. That doesn't mean we have to do everything. And in my head, it did. Okay. It, it made, I, in my head, I had to keep everything organized, everybody's life easygoing, happy, and do my very best or I was letting everybody down. But not this year. This year, we're going to be focusing on me a little bit more. We're going to give myself a little more grace. And honestly, let me tell you, when you have a second kid, I get, it was like a, a switch that just flipped. I have that carefree attitude, but when it came to the second kid, I, I'm not a people pleaser. <laughs> um, we went out the other day, and somebody came up to my child and was too close. 
for my comfort. Like, it was insanely close. And it should, you shouldn't be that close to a baby, especially a newborn, around wintertime. It's just common sense, sickness, everything. This person was too close for my liking. And I, I was like, okay, you need to back off. You need to give it space. And instantly, backed off. There was space. And I don't need to say sorry for that. Even if I did come off rude, that was the point. It was supposed to come off a little rude. And that, that's okay. But we're going we're gonna to focus on those fresh starts this year. My husband is the complete opposite. He hates New Year's resolutions. He could care less if it's a new year. Everything's the same old, same old to him. It, it's it's 2023, whoop-de-doo. He went to bed. He was done for the year. He was, he was done. He's done with 2023, I'm pretty sure. So I'm self-employed. I'm a realtor. And when I had the baby, I had thought about it a couple months ago. We did a savings account and everything because I'm not getting maternity leave. Luckily enough, my husband is so blessed this round. With my first son, he was on commission and had to go to back to work within two days. I only had four weeks with my son, and then I had to go back to work. And at the time, I was working at a bank. Now we've switched roles. I'm self-employed. I'm on commission, and he has an amazing, he has amazing benefits with his job now with the state. So he has paternity leave, and we are just taking in every moment we can together and really enjoying it. So this whole time, I think the first like two weeks, I was actually bashing on myself for not working, for not working harder, for not feeling like I was doing. And as I, I just, I realized this was one of those self-reflection moments. And this is what I'm talking about for fresh starts. The first week, I could barely do anything. I had to get an emergency C-section with my daughter. She was breached. And it was very hard for me because I couldn't just get up by myself I needed a lot of help I was walking and moving and doing everything I should have done but it was still very hard to use the restroom it was hard to just anything I couldn't even really pick my daughter up without help which was kind of hard but it was all good the second week I I gave myself so much grace I thought I was in my head I was like oh this is fine I can relax I need to make sure I'm healing this is the whole point. I need to make sure I'm taking care of myself so that way I can be there for my daughter. My husband was such a phenomenal help. So this whole time, I'm, I'm breathing, relaxing, and probably by the second week, I'm like, I'm done. I'm tired of sitting here. I feel unproductive. I feel like I'm not getting anything done. And instantly, I started having imposter syndrome. I started feeling very unproductive. I felt like I was letting down my family. It felt like I was letting myself down, all the goals I wanted to reach in my career. And that was it. I started bashing on myself right then and there. And I started going to work. I did three showings that week. And my husband, amazing enough, he's just like, if that's what you want to do, if you want to get out of the house, if you're not pushing yourself too far, let's go do it. And he helped me. He helped with my daughter while we went to go do it. My son was at school. We did the showings. Afterwards, I felt so sore. I was in a lot of pain. I was uncomfortable. Went home. And I had to nap for the rest of the evening and just take it easy. And it just clicked in my head. Why are you pushing yourself? You just had major surgery. You just birthed the child that was in you for nine months. Why on week two are you pushing yourself and feeling like you're not doing enough because you are and that's where grace kicks in grace for yourself if you know you've done enough that's it you don't need to keep pushing yourself and this was one of those moments that I actually was supposed to take care of myself rather than focusing on my productivity what I was bringing to the table it was okay for me to sit back and let others take care of me for once 
And I think as women, especially as moms and as wives, in our minds, we automatically start thinking of everything we need to do instead of delegating things that we should do. And let me tell you something. The next day I woke up and I looked at my husband. I said, there's laundry in the dryer that needs to be folded. I told my son that he needed to go feed the dogs. And guess what happened? It got done. And it was okay. My husband then went and took care of the dishes. He took care of the kids. He made sure my son got off to school. He made sure his lunch was packed. He made sure my daughter was ready, fed, and sleeping in bed. And if I needed anything, food, water, anything, he was there to help. As soon as I put down my wand of control, it it felt like I could breathe again. It felt like the pressure was off of my chest. Now, that didn't fix everything. It was it, maybe like two hours later, and I was back to the same old me, where I thought because I was not producing or working that I was not giving enough. I was not putting enough on the table. And we can blame this on raising. We can blame this on how we are raised and our environment, things like this. But I am, I'm almost 28 years old. At this point, I control my environment. You know, God gives us different things to handle, different trials, a different life to live than everybody else. We all deal with different things. And it is our control how we react to it. And I tell my son this all the time. You can't control others, but you control how you react. And that is literally me preaching, but not living by what I'm saying. So here I am, week five. My daughter's doing amazing. I'm doing amazing. I feel so much better. And I made myself actually breathe. I've still been working here and there because real estate never sleeps, but, and I still have clients that I was dealing with while I was pregnant, um, that I want to be there. And it's, it's been amazing. It's just here and there. I'm doing light work, but here I am five weeks later. I'm happy. My brain does not feel foggy. I feel like I'm finally getting it together and I'm slowly getting back to work and it feels good, but I don't feel like I need to push myself. It is literally a fresh start, and I feel like this year is just going to be so good, even though in my mind a little bit, I'm like, okay, I'm already like five months into the year, and I really haven't accomplished much work-wise. I, you're going to hear that a lot. I push my, I'm a workaholic. I push myself a lot in work, and I don't know if it's because I'm self-employed. Sometimes you feel like uh, more rides on that. Whereas when I worked at a bank or for somebody else, I didn't feel the urge to work as hard as I do now because I know what my why is my why is my family I do everything in my work for my family because I want to be able to provide for them but this podcast really is for me it is not me making any money there's no advertisement in this this is just me wanting to get on here and hopefully find other people that kind of go through the same thing I'm going through feeling the same way I feel and I want to have those raw conversations that you don't get to have in your everyday life that we should have when somebody asks you how you're doing you know oh I'm fine I'm good things are going great thanks no that's not the right answer how are things going for me well I'm stressed out a little my daughter has not slept very well at all I'm tired I feel like I'm not producing at all because I am not doing anything in work right now and I'm sitting here making a podcast And I feel like I'm just rambling to myself a little bit. But other than that, I'm great. How are you doing? That, that's raw. And that is the whole point of salt, not sugar. Salt is raw. Sugar is sweet. We're not here to beat around the bush. We're here to talk about things and have raw emotions about them. Whether you see them as right or wrong, whether society sees them as right or wrong. Well, I mean, moral standards. We're going to have morals here. Okay. (laughs) 
the biggest thing is I think we have a lot of shaming that happens as women, whether it be your mom, a wife, your work, how anything happens. And I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of seeing it on social media. That's the biggest thing. I'm tired of seeing it when I go to the mall, when I go shopping, when I pick my kids up from school. Women should not be shaming women. We all are living this life. We don't know everybody's, you know, that whole story to everybody's error or ways or however you want to look at it. At the end of the day, we really should be picking each other up. Let's just dive into it. One of the biggest things throughout my pregnancy that I had noticed was so much mom shaming, breastfeeding or bottle feeding or fed being best. What you're dealing with, are you going to co-sleep, put them in a bassinet, let them cry it out. I mean, this is like the, the center of all shaming in the whole entire universe is mom shaming. If you want to find it, you need to go to the world of mom shaming. It's right in the core and you will see just infestation happening. It's insane. And I don't understand if I see another mom breastfeeding, I'm so happy for you. Great job. If I see another mom giving their kid formula, wow, that's awesome. You're, you and your kid are happy. Everybody's happy. You love your, your baby and that baby loves you. What's the problem? Me getting up in their face and saying what they're doing is wrong is not going to change anything except ruin their day. And it was so hard for me to actually find people that kind of think the same way where the shaming needs to just stop. It's ridiculous what we really get carried on about, especially as moms. I'm telling you, I am not perfect. I am formula feeding my baby right now, and we are both so happy, and it's wonderful, and that's great, okay? I, my baby is in a bassinet when she sleeps, but I still pick her up, and I cuddle with her so much, but you know what? She's happy, she's healthy, and I'm happy and healthy, and at the end of the day, that's what matters. So if you're a mom out there, no matter what you're doing, you are doing amazing. If you're a woman out there, no matter what you're doing, you are doing amazing. I get these automatic texts every Monday, and the one that I got was success is rented, not owned. And it is talking about the ups and downs. My job literally is up and down. One day I feel like I'm doing great, one day I feel like I'm doing horrible. And it's the same thing. You have to fight every day for success. Doesn't matter if it's work, doesn't matter if it's in your everyday life, it doesn't matter if it's for you or for somebody else. Every day we have to show up and remind ourselves we are amazing, what we're doing is enough, and strive for that success. So what are some things you're doing this year? What are some of your resolutions? Because I know a lot of people, I've already heard it, it's the fitness. It's the fitness goal, the horrible fitness goal that comes around Everybody shows up at the gym January 1st. It's super packed because everybody's getting in shape. We're all going to look amazing. We're all going to be healthy. And then like a week later, we get to the gym and what happens? Crickets. Nobody is there. Everybody has failed the resolution they had made in less than a week. And it always happens. It's every year. It's undoubtable. We've made memes about it. I mean, literally memes about how we are so bad at this fitness goal. And I will tell you, I've kind of gotten over this fitness goal. I've done it several years in a row where I sat there. I'm going to lose this amount of weight. I'm going to get super healthy. I'm going to tone my butt cheeks, my legs, my arms. I'm going to be skinny in my arms. And I'm going to have like a chiseled chin and all, <laughs> all that great stuff. And you know what happens every year? 
I either don't even try to do it or I start it. And I'm one of those people that within like two weeks, it's over. I'm done. And I hate the gym. Who likes the gym? Nobody. If you like the gym, good for you. Pat on the back. I can't stand it. I go to the gym and I just feel like I am being watched and diagnosed for all my insecurities. I don't know why, because when people go to the gym, they're so focused on themselves. Nobody's paying attention to you. Nobody cares what you're doing, but I feel like I do. And let's here. Here's another piece of information for you guys. I am 4'11". I'm not even five feet tall. I am so short. I'm petite. I cannot reach the equipment. (laughs) My husband laughs every time, and I do too, because when I go to the gym, I have to ask him while he's in the middle of his sets or whatever. I will ask him, hey, babe, will you come? Can you help me to reach this bar to help me lower it so that I can reach it? And, you know, I got tired of it. Anytime I went to the gym, I only went to the gym when I was with my husband because of that exact reason. Because I hated asking help to lower a bar or to help me with this one thing so that way I could reach it. It was so embarrassing. And then, you know what, I spend, if I'm at the gym for an hour, I spend 20 minutes of it readjusting everything. And then putting it back the way it was so that people don't think I'm super, super weird and small, which I am. I just hate the gym. I hate the way it feels. I feel like everybody's watching me and it's boring. Okay. You get on your stepmaster and you're taking stairs for 30 minutes or you're running or doing the bikes. And I hate, I hate, I can just name off everything I hate. I hate the, the weights. I just hate how everything feels. I am one of those people that loves a good class. So last year, almost the whole year. Oh, I'm sorry. Not last year. The year before that, 2021 almost for the whole year I did cardio kickboxing it was phenomenal it was this class it went on for about 45 minutes to an hour we did hit we did kickboxing we did cardio loud music just playing everybody was pumped up we're all punching bags you have somebody going around you know making sure your form's correct making sure you're going at it hard as possible and it was phenomenal I felt my adrenaline rushing after I was done of it I felt so amazing. I felt so bad. I was like, oh, I can do anything in life. I felt great and pumped. And I stuck with it because I actually loved it. And then shortly after, um, I got pregnant. And there you go. And I think that's why this pregnancy has been so different for me is I love working out. I have found that joy for it. And so far, I've not been able to do that for almost a year. So I am very, very excited to be able to kind of really get back into the swing of things. But yeah, if you've made that resolution to work out and maybe to get healthier, maybe to hit a certain number on the scale, whatever it may be, it is hard to stick to that. And it's hard to do that when all you think in your mind is if this is your one goal, going to the gym is the only way you can do it. So this is how I look at a fresh start, a clean slate. We all deal with things in our environment and in our lives, and it's how we handle it and react to it that makes us stronger. And we deal with struggles, and how we deal with those struggles is going to define us. And this is my thing. I hate people that complain. And I'm a complainer. I'm not saying I I don't want you to vent or listen, because I vent all the time, but I hate people that complain about one thing a million times but will not change it. They won't do one thing in their life to change to change their situation. If you do not like working out at a gym like I do, okay, I, I tried my best. I went on for years, three to four years, whatever it may be, 
and I got tired of it. And one day you said, I said, you know what? I need a good kick in the butt. This is ridiculous. And I just started researching other ways to work out. It feels and sounds so simple, but it took me like four years to think outside of the box here. So I finally went on my little computer. I finally got on my Facebook and I was like, hey, what are different ways that people work out that you enjoy? And so many things popped up on my, my web search or popped up on Facebook from friends and family telling me spin classes. That, that's not happening ever, ever again. Yoga, I love yoga. I stretch every morning. Yoga just makes me feel, makes my body feel great, makes my mind feel great. Some people genuinely just like to run. That's all they want to do. They go outside and they run. I'm not a runner. Riding your bike, just taking simple walks. There is so many creators out there on YouTube that do amazing dance workouts. Those are so fun and hilarious. If you record yourself doing it, you will have such a good laugh afterwards. Me and my friends, a couple of times a few years ago, we did the dance workouts, but we went to each other's houses. So we would go to our house for an hour and just have these dance workouts. And it was so much fun. It was so much laughter. And you also felt good. And so guess what? It, it my mind like exploded and then I found this kickboxing thing and I was like you know what I'm gonna give it a try and I tried it out and I absolutely loved it so yes this year is all about new beginnings it's all about trying new things and I think that's how you're gonna get out of your situation so maybe you're sitting here and you're thinking about something that has been really bothering you lately and has been making your life a struggle maybe it's something simple like the gym and working out maybe it's something a lot more complex Let's just sit here and take five minutes to think outside the box. What are ways we can make this better? Sometimes they're not the easiest choices to make. Sometimes we can think about three or four answers to make our struggle better, and it's not going to be easy. Another example is I worked at a bank. I worked at a bank for four years. I was a teller. I wanted to grow. I wanted new opportunities. I wanted to thrive in my business and be proud of what I did. Because I went to work every day dreading it. I felt depressed. I hated my job. I love the women I worked with. But then corporate would get involved with situations or tell you, you know, we all know how corporate is. They stick their noses where they don't belong. Or they feel like they need to change something that doesn't need to be changed at all. And I got so tired of just that feeling of emptiness of going to work with no purpose. And it took forever for me to get off my butt and stop complaining about it. Finally, I started looking for new jobs, and I don't really can't explain to you how real estate came across to me. It literally showed up on my Facebook feed from a friend a couple of days later, and I never saw myself as a realtor in any way, and I got into it, and I've loved it ever since, and I actually feel like I have a purpose now in what I do and actually helping other people, and I have a passion for it, and with me taking this crazy jump and this leap into a different career, I have networked with so many amazing people and have made so many relationships and friends and just expanded my world in ways I did not think I could. And I can already think of things that I struggle with personally that I need to open up more and really open my mind and think about how I can change it and make it better. Okay, so we're getting close to the end here. So I really want to jump and kind of give you guys an introduction. If you're still here, hi, I'm Sarah. You've listened to me talk this whole time. That's great. And I'm so appreciative that you're still here. And I hope you're liking it so far. If you feel like I could do better, if there's things or certain topics you would like to listen to and talk about, just send me an email. I would love to know more. 
but I obviously I work in real estate I'm a realtor I've been in it for three years and I've loved my job ever since my husband he used to be a mechanic he decided to leave that line of work and get into law enforcement so I'm an LEO wife now it has been fun to adapt to uh, he was in the academy for close to a year that was a struggle because he was gone all week um, recently I just had another baby and so I'm a mom of two, so I have a little boy, his name is Dell. he's going to be seven this year, and then my daughter, her name is Skylar, and she's a month old right now. I have two dogs, um, one's a lab, her name is Chloe, she is three, and she is so laid back, and such a cuddle bug, she's obsessed with my son, they're the best of friends, and then my other dog, Harley, she is a toy Maltese, she's so small, she's about five pounds. This dog, she's four years old. She's my best friend. She's my soulmate. If if there was, if I could be a dog, I would be this dog. She's perfect. I love her so much. She's my first little baby. And then I am a wife to an amazing husband. We've been married for almost eight years, and I can't I can't tell you how appreciative I am of him and how much he means to me. He literally is my best friend. We were best friends before we got married, and and somehow we're still best friends, even though there are days that I could rip his head off or he probably wants to rip mine off sometimes as well don't know why he would because i have dimples and i'm really cute again thank you so much for listening to today i hope you enjoyed it and i can't wait to continue this ride with you and to get jen on board and just get this thing rolling all right you guys have a great day and remember salt not sugar <laughs>